Oh. Oh, it's you, Todd. Isn't Todd amazing and awesome? It's kind of what I was thinking, too. A um, couple other announcements is um, we are our second year School of Supernatural Ministry students just spent the week in San Francisco um, down in the Tenderloin district and uh, staying in a, in a church overnight there, but then going out on the streets and ministering. How awesome is that? Um, just going after the ones that Papa so dearly loves and uh, sharing his love and power and grace with them. Um, they're not going to be sharing tonight, but next week um, we are having a special service where our first and second year school of ministry students are going to be leading the service. Um, so it's kind of like their graduation, but if you've been here in the past, it's going to be a little bit different because their graduation is actually going to take place a day or two before where we're going to do a lot of the sword and a bunch of cool things that we've done here. Um, so they're still going to lead the whole service, but it's not going to be quite so much the graduation ceremony as we've had in the past. Um, just wanted to explain that to you. And also I know that, um, Catherine Sinon came back from Cambodia, um, and I don't think she's here, is she? Yeah, she's still, honestly, like, like as of a day or two ago, she was still getting up at 2 in the morning, you know, jet lag and all that kind of stuff. But I know her world was rocked some more. And um, so we're going to have her share in a couple of weeks as well. Um, looking forward to that. Well, that's one of the things I love is, is how many people, there's, a, I think, a great percentage of you all who come here where there's such a place of passion and a place of meeting with God, but then s so many of you are choosing to take it out. And, of course, you don't have to go to Cambodia, and you don't even have to go to the Tenderloin. You can do it in your workplace and wherever you are, which so many of you are doing. I'm really That makes me super proud. I know it makes Papa God proud, too. So thanks for freely giving what he has freely given to you. Um, I think that's it unless I'm going to go into kind of just talking about tonight unless I'm missing something, leaders, anything. Okay, I think we're good. So tonight, um, it was about, it was, it was several weeks ago, um, God just kind of dropped it into my spirit that we, we, this night we needed to have a healing service. Um, now what's kind of funny about that is we, we pray for healing every week. So why are we having healing service? Well, because I felt like the Holy Spirit said to. That's really the main reason. And uh, just to really focus on that. Um, part of it is because, and my spirit really knows this to be true, many of you are going to experience healing tonight. That's what happens when, when we ask God to do what he does, when he, we give him permission. But it's also about empowering you to be who you are, to know what your inheritance is. When you said yes to Jesus and there was that exchange from heaven to earth, him your past gone, you get everything that's his. The deposit was already made. Um, so a lot of times we're just not aware of what we have and we're not out using what we've been given to use. So tonight, be prepared to be activated. If that sounds scary to you, this is not a scary place. This is honestly, for a place that's as far out there on a limb going after God as, as most churches could be, um, it couldn't get any safer. We're also a pretty safe place to, to just explore and to try, um, you know, step out a little bit. Um, and we need to. You know why? We need to because um, time is short. 
Um, time is short. And, and when I say short, I don't know how many months, years. That's not what I'm really saying. It's like, but, the, but there's coming a time soon when a huge harvest is coming in. And we've, we're seeing a massive harvest already across the earth. But I'm telling you, a huge harvest is coming. And, and um, our hearts have to be ready for sure, first and foremost, with the Lord, meaning we're giving him permission to do what he needs to do. And uh, how many of you have been experiencing a lot of that? I mean, I hope most of your hands are going up because he's been doing a lot of work in our hearts, taking out the things that have no business being in there. But, but he's not doing it just for your sake. If it were only for your sake, he might as well take you home right now. But, but you're here for a purpose on this earth to, to bring, usher in the kingdom and to be a bringer in of that harvest that's coming. So a lot of what we're doing here, church is really supposed to be a place where we're getting equipped. It really is. That's Ephesians 4. That my, Actually, my job, believe it or not, isn't to, to run around and make sure that you are, every one of you is individually taken care of and all your needs are met. I, we do that as we're able to, for sure. My main job is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. It's, that's in Ephesians 4. That's our main job as leaders, is we're here basically to cheer you on, to give you tools, to remind you of who you are so that while you're here on this earth, you're doing what you're called to do, what you're supposed to be doing. That's our main job. That's what the Lord says our main job is. Um, so, so tonight we're focusing on healing. And um, my own journey, I'm, I'm, I'm only going to talk a couple minutes. I'm going to hand it off to some other amazing people. So you're going to hear from several people tonight, but I guarantee we're not just going to talk. We're going to do a lot of praying as well. Um, my own place of healing, I didn't, I didn't even know about healing. It wasn't even in my frame of reference for a large part of my Christian life until I got to a place um, in college where I was in a more fundamental church. And what I heard about there is that it wasn't for today. That, so that's all I got for a long time. Then I came to a place where kind of like what happened with Miriam, who just shared about this amazing encounter with the Holy Spirit. Well, that's what happened to me. You see, all of a sudden, you know him as a real person, and he kind of takes over, and you go, oh, this isn't what I thought at all. I didn't realize he was this real. And, um, and uh, then, um, then when I moved here in Pleasanton 22 years ago, Suzanne's father actually died of a massive heart attack. We went over there. It was, it was a very awful experience. You have to understand, I was not yet in this place of understanding healing or my authority or anything, but that event caused a, a crisis of faith in me of what is it that I really believe. And I started looking at passages like in John 15 where Jesus says, you're going to do even greater things than I did. Jesus says to us, you're going to do even greater things than I, than I did because I'm going to go to the Father and I'm going to give you what you ask when you ask in my name. Now, I had to come to grips with that. And so I spent months wrestling with, with scriptures like that until I came out the other side. Basically, what happens with God is you either believe him or you don't. Honestly, you're going to come to a place you either believe or you don't believe in different areas in your life. And I got to this place of saying, you know what? This is just the way it is. This is my inheritance. So I began to step out and declare healing, not beg God, not ask for something that was already mine. But take my authority in Christ, declare healing in people. And I began to see miracle after miracle after miracle. One of the first ones was a, was a secretary that had broken her back as a teenager. 
And this was 20 years later, but she, her back was still in tremendous pain. She had re-injured it. She had this, this thick, um, you know, brace around it, around the outside. And, um, and so anyway, I talked to her and we talked about, she was a Christian, but she really didn't believe God loved her. She, she was kind of in a more um, religious background where she thought she had to earn God's approval and she never could. And so we talked about God's love for a while, but then I, I laid hands and began to pray for her. And as I did, this was early on. This is one of the first miracles I, that ever happened. As I began praying for her, literally bones started popping and moving in her back. And let me tell you, it was scary for me. I thought, oh, crud. What is going on? You know, and then she's crying, and I'm thinking, oh, no, she's worse than before. It was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. And, uh, and she starts weeping. And she says, no, there's no pain. There's no pain. I've lived with pain for 20 years of my life. And she, she takes off her, I know, that's my Jesus. She takes off her brace and she starts dancing around the room like a little girl. And she's weeping. And what she says is, I can't believe that, that God loves me this much that he would do this for me. So healing is for real. God wants to heal the whole person. We have a lot of inner healing ministry here with Sozo ministry where we bring Jesus back into your past. If you've had some really awful things happen, there is freedom for you. You don't have to live with that garbage. And, and uh, today I'm not saying we're only going to focus on physical healing, but probably more so than inner healing, just because it's a little harder to do group inner healing. It's, it's very possible. It's just a little bit harder to do that. Um, nothing's impossible for God. We could do that. Whatever he wants to do tonight. So I, I'm sharing that story, but I also want to tell you that not everybody I've prayed for has been healed the way I prayed like that. I could tell you, I could tell you a hundred stories right now. Uh, real quick, we were, Suzanne and I were in Brazil about eight years ago. There was one night where every single person, every single person I prayed for got healed exactly as I was asking. Let me tell you, there was a, there was a, you want to talk about the gift of faith, totally supernatural? <sighs> Like I knew before I even started praying, it was going to happen. I knew that it was. Everything I prayed for. So a woman didn't have any smell her whole life, and all of a sudden she could smell all the smells. I mean, all kinds of wonderful, interesting healings. Nothing, you know, there were some typical ones, whatever typical is, you know, an injured ankle or whatever. And then there were some very unusual ones. Every single person in that line got healed. And I knew there is a place where this can happen. But I want to tell you, it's not always like that. And when... What I mean is we're still growing and understanding who we are and what we carry. And so what starts to happen is if we start going down the road and, and we pray for someone and they don't get healed, if, if, and maybe it happens again and they don't get healed, now we're like, I don't know if I want to pray again. Uh, maybe you prayed for someone with cancer or disease and they, and they died. I've seen many people healed instantly, miraculously healed of cancer. And there have been others I prayed for who, who died. When we, you know, we prayed for them with faith, believing, feeling the Holy Spirit, and they died. So what happens? A lot of times we get disheartened, disillusioned. Uh, we start to say, I don't want to do this anymore. That's too painful. It's too hard. Um, I want to call you back because that's probably true of a lot of you in this room, especially if you stepped out to do this. I want to call you back to your roots, back to your inheritance in the Lord, back to what's yours you can only wander away for so long before you start to get restless again because you were made for this. And I, w I do want to tell you that if you will intentionally step out and pray for people, you will see people get healed. 
if you don't intentionally step out and pray for people, you won't see them get healed. They might get healed through somebody else, but you're not going to see it through your hand laying on them. Now, this I know it's not about you. It's about Jesus. But all I'm trying to say is you, you have to step out and, and believe like a little child and watch, and watch what he does. So that's all I'm going to say. I just wanted to set the stage. Um, I could share so many stories. But there's other stories that are going to be told. You're going to, you're, you're going to get lots of uh, encouragement tonight. You're going to get lots of stuff probably even stirred up tonight. Um, yes. Come up here.